This is the My Whittier Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Reese, longtime Whittier resident and self-proclaimed foodie. I thought it would be fun to give you a local's perspective on the city of Whittier, California, the city we all call home. On this podcast, we celebrate Whittier's past, present, and future. We champion small business, and we embrace community. Welcome back to the show. Whittier, what is happening? Happy August 23rd, Wednesday, August 23rd. We are here in Whittier, California. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Hopefully, you survived Hurricane Hillary. Yeah, Hurricane Hillary. We're going to talk about that a little bit. But before we get into that, make sure and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Threads. And also uh, catch my YouTube channel, My Whittier TV. And of course, here on the podcast. And if you want to see all things My Whittier, you can head over to MyWhittier.com. We are in the process of uh, updating the website a little bit and adding product new and old and we are working on the halloween shirts as we speak and we'll talk a little bit about that uh during the show now um i want to thank you guys for listening to the show there's an uptick in downloads and listens so i really really appreciate all of my returning listeners thank you so much um i'm paying attention and i really appreciate that If you are a new listener, welcome to the show. This is a Whittier-centric podcast. We talk about all things Whittier, California, most things Whittier, California, and we dabble in other cities, other surrounding cities, I should say, and talk about that once in a while. So this is a local Whittier, California show. This is not the Joe Rogan show. This is not a show that's ever going to go viral This is just uh, your local mom and pop shop podcast, right? So, um, so welcome. Thanks for giving me a chance. And if you're listening from out of town and you're missing your hometown of Whittier, California, this is the place to be. Welcome to the show, guys. I really appreciate that. So before I forget, I wanted to let you know that you can make a contribution to this podcast, support the pod by going to mywittier.com and clicking the direct link. You can uh, make a donation as low as $0.99, cents. $0.99, cents, uh, $4.99 or $9.99. Many of you are already doing that, and I really, really appreciate it. We come out of pocket for everything that we do here with My Whittier, so any contribution that you make really helps, and I just wanted to put that out there. In case you wanted to do that, I would really appreciate it, um, and that's super cool when people make contributions to the podcast, it means a lot. Now, um, I was thinking about a couple of things here. Uh, Number one is the Halloween shirts are on the way. They are ordered, they are being printed, and I'm hoping to have those um, maybe early next week. And um, we had the pumpkin from 2017 i believe we first debuted the jack-o'-lantern and uh, that will be back this year so in case you missed it that's back and then we have the green monster frankenstein looking monster coming back he was new from last year and that came out super super cool 
and um, we're bringing him back this year. And then we introduced the new werewolf, the My Whittier Werewolf, is making his debut this year. So that is exciting news because it came out so, so good, and I'm really excited about it. And one of the reasons why I do shirts and hats and stuff like that is because when I was a kid, I really loved buying stuff like this. I just loved receiving something in the mail or picking up something that I really thought was cool. And it just give me it just gives me those uh, warm and fuzzies. So anytime I uh, come up with something that I think is pretty cool, it really makes me happy to kind of uh, make that available to you guys. So those Halloween shirts will be here. Now we took a vote because I, I can't really get into a kid's line of shirts. I'd love to, but um, like I just mentioned here before, um, I'm coming out of pocket for all this stuff on my own. So it gets a little scary at times, a little dicey because I'm putting so much money out there, hoping that you guys come through for me and find it just as enjoyable as I do. And you buy the shirts. So I thought to myself, okay, we will do one youth shirt, one print. I'll let you guys vote on it. Thank you for voting, by the way, the other day on Instagram. That was super cool. Um, I'll let you guys vote to see what graphic you want on a shirt. And it was either going to be Frankenstein, Pumpkin, or Wolf. And um, the votes came back almost even across the board. I think it was like 33, 33, 35. And so I was like, oh, boy, that's not really telling me a lot. Now, it did tell me if I did one of the three, you'd be happy with it. But it also said if I did all three, you'd even be happy with that as well. So that's exactly what we're going to do. We are um, going to do all three images and um, they're youth shirts. So small, medium, large only in youth. And um, there's going to be a dozen of each size, all three images, and they will be getting here and they're going to go quick. So I will let you guys know as soon as they hit. And uh, that way you can grab one right away. And I don't know if we'll be doing it again. We'll see how they go. If they go quick, we will put an immediate order in and get, get another run going. But um, we'll see how that goes. Now, that whole process with getting those shirts done and, and getting artwork done and stuff like that really can be a headache, let me tell you. Working with certain artists, it, sometimes it's really easy and sometimes it's difficult. And it's really hard just because when you're producing the image, you're kind of trying to communicate that to an artist who's trying to get your vibe, right? They're trying to understand where you're coming from, what you want, and what direction you're going in. Now, a lot of times at this point with my images, I will actually draw out what I'm thinking and try to get as close as possible and then hand that over to an artist and let them kind of go and um, finish that process. And uh, the last few times, it's been really difficult. It's been really difficult. And um, I don't know if it's me or I just, the, I don't have a lot of artists to pull from. And that in itself can be challenging for a lot of business owners. A lot of people out there that run businesses don't really have that art background. They don't have that marketing background. So I actually do, I just don't have, 
I don't have the ability to go on and do the graphic print myself, but I could get pretty close. So I started to think about having a mixer. And I need your input on this, guys. I need you to kind of reach out to me and find me and find out if that would, would be something you'd be interested in. Now, if you're an artist, a graphic artist, that you do this for a living, or maybe you kind of do it on the side, it's your side hustle, um, would you benefit from attending a mixer with small business owners that are looking for you? They're looking for artists. They're looking for people that can help them with logos and artwork and you know, for, in my case, t-shirt design, stuff like that. So I was thinking we bring the two worlds together because I have one foot in the art world and one foot in the business marketing world. And I'm very comfortable on both sides, but I have a really hard time getting in touch with the right artists at time. So I thought, you know what, let me reach out and see what you guys thought about this. Cause I want to get um, as many artists as possible that do this and then get small business owners involved and have them come together at a local restaurant or pub and um, kind of mingle, talk about what we need, look at some artwork that you have, um, what you do, how you do it, you know, kind of just kind of bring the two worlds together and um, that way, you know, me as a business owner and somebody that's always looking for artists, I have somebody that I can turn to and say, you know what, I've seen your stuff. I like it. I want to go with you on this next design. You know, sometimes somebody is really fluent in making logos. Sometimes really, someone's really fluent in doing like um, the graphic work that I'm looking for, like you know, the, the Wolfman design or monsters or cartoons or stuff like that, whatever it is, there's always somebody that does it really well, but I just have a hard time finding those people. And I'm sure that um, I'm not the only one that um, has that issue. I know there's a lot of small business owners out there going, I have an idea. I would love to do it, but I can't draw. I don't know how to do graphic art. I don't know what, what, what I'm doing here. So it just doesn't, it never happens. And um, I think that if we came together and got that ball rolling, we could really help each other out. So let me know if that's something that you guys would be interested in. And if you are interested in that, I will put that together and we will get that off the ground. All right. So has anybody recently received a a ticket for texting? Anybody out there? Have you got busted for texting while driving? I see a lot of you guys out there texting while driving, and it is scary as S. It's scary. And um, the amount of people that do it is mind-boggling. I'm surprised there's not accidents every day on the road, like every 10 minutes. It's wild, man. It is absolutely wild. Be careful out there. I do not text while driving. And... um, Most of you will say that you don't, but I see a lot of you doing it. It's freaking wild. And I don't care if I sound like an old guy because I am an old guy and I see it and I don't like it. It's crazy. 
And I just, I'm terrified that somebody's going to get in a major accident. Um, a lot of younger people doing it more than older people, but I know when older people are doing it because they're either texting or talking on their phone and then the car, it doesn't stay in the middle of the lane. It starts to like drift into the other lane and then the car kind of like goes down in speed and then it's, it's you're like driving 20 miles per hour in a zigzag form and you roll up on the side of them and yeah, they're, they're usually on the phone or texting and they're just, uh, you know, we're, we're older and we're not really capable of doing two things at once as far as techie things, you know, when it comes to the phone. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a whole different ball game, but yeah, be careful out there while you're texting guys. That is so, so scary, dangerous. And, um, the cops are out there. They're going to get you. I was actually driving to work the other day on Whittier Boulevard and I was coming up on, uh, coming up on East Whittier school. And there's a light right before you pass the school. There's a light there, traffic light. And so I'm going, driving down and, you know, just regular, regular speed, nothing crazy. I'm in a 2011 uh, Ford Transit. It's nothing sexy. I love it, but it's not like a souped up car or anything like that. It's the My Whittier van, and I absolutely love it. But, um, you know, once in a while... When you're when you're driving, you get caught between a uh, a yellow and red, and if you're you know you're going through the intersection and it turns yellow, obviously you're not going to stop. You got to you got to go right through that. And um, in those cases, yeah, you do what you got to do. You don't want to slam on your brakes in the middle of a traffic light. But I um, was coming up on a yellow, and sometimes you will punch it. And just try to make that yellow. And a lot of times it turns red and you go through it and you just ran a red light and you got away with it. And you pretty much get stopped at the other red light. That's, uh, you know, a couple hundred feet in front of that one. So you kind of race through that one just to sit in another red light. But anyway, um, I was thinking about doing that. I'm like, no, what am I going to do? I have, I'm not in a hurry. I don't have the horsepower in this car. I'll, I'll just, you know, come to a stop. And I did, I stopped, waited my turn, not a big deal. And what happens right next to me, a cop car rolls up and I look to my side I give him the thumbs up. He gives me the thumbs up and I'm thinking, man. I'm really glad I made that decision because I would have been cooked. I would have been screwed and I would have had to deal with that ticket. And that would have been on me. I didn't see him behind me. I didn't see him on the side of me. I wasn't paying attention at all. And I am so glad I didn't do that. So just be careful out there guys, because you never know when there's a police officer there and uh, it's just not worth it. It's not worth it. I wasn't going to blow through a red light in front of a school and um, take my chances there. And I'm glad I made that decision, but stop texting and stop doing stupid things on the road. You're going to get caught. Hurricane Hillary came and went without a big to do here in Whittier, California, knock on wood. 
Hopefully you guys were safe and sound here in Whittier. I know that some areas had a few power outages, some trees went down, some some light flooding. Nothing catastrophic though, right? We were all good, no no big uh, issues to report as far as I know. I was checking in with the family and friends and stuff like that. We had some, some winds pick up later in the evening, which wasn't that bad at all. And if it wasn't for the news, I don't think this would be any kind of uh, pressing story. I wouldn't have worried about it had I not been watching the news and finding out what was going on and bracing for the big hurricane. It was actually a below average rainy day. We had uh, heavier rains, heavier winds last year when we were getting pounded with rain. And earlier this year, too, as well. But, um, yeah, so I understand they have to report on that. Some areas were highly affected, and that wasn't good. That wasn't good. A lot of flooding, a lot of damage in the desert areas and stuff like that. So hopefully everybody was okay out there. But here in Whittier, it was all good. I actually even went out, got some movie popcorn. Yeah, I had to get movie popcorn. I needed the real stuff. If I was going to be inside all day and night, I was like, you know what? I got to go to uh, Starlight, grab my movie popcorn with the refill, and just hunker down. Because they did say, get the essentials. Get the essentials and then stay home. So that's what I did. I I got popcorn. And I still have some left, but it was great. It was great. I caught up on the bear, finished the bear, and um, Murderers in the Building, season three, not going as good as I'd like, a little bit slow, but the bear was magnificent, and um, I wish I had another podcast channel to talk about all the streaming shows and movies that I watch and we get into because uh, that's some good stuff. I would love to break that down. But uh, for the most part, hopefully you guys are doing okay with uh, Hurricane Hillary. We did well. And um, the sun is shining out here in Whittier, and we are all good moving forward. All right, if you're following me on Instagram and Facebook, you saw that I posted the new information on Lascari's Restaurant, currently rebranded. It is now called 1970 Lascari's Italian. And 1970 is the year it was founded. And um, so a lot of you were kind of taken aback by that because there is a new sign, new look. John and Gail Lascari once took a leap of faith in 1970. And today they invite you to take a leap into their new exquisite world of 1970. And that is a new rebranded restaurant, a fresh take on Lascari's. And um, that's going to include high-end drinks, a 38-ounce tomahawk, chicken marsala, and just uh, a variety of different elevated dishes. And I say elevated dishes. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a it's a fresh take on the old menu. And uh, it's a brand new restaurant. New look, new feel, new menu. 
And um, a lot of you weren't happy about that. A lot of you weren't happy about that because um, prices are going to go up a little bit, obviously. And um, some of those uh, old flavors that you know and love are not going to be there anymore. They're going to be new flavors that you're going to fall in love with all over again, hopefully. But um, they are open now. I reached out to them and they said that I could say that they are open. So if you're looking to check it out, they are open. I haven't checked it out yet. I definitely want to go. I really want to go see what's going on there. And um, I'm looking forward to it. That really kind of uh, had me thinking, though. You know, Lascaris has been here for a really long time. They're rebranding and moving into a new direction. We have uh, Azabu in Uptown Whittier. Very high and a sushi restaurant on Philadelphia Street. Muchas Gracias just opened up. They are on Greenleaf in Uptown Whittier. Really beautiful bar and lounge. Beautiful restaurant. Did a really good job with that. I have seen the interior of that restaurant, and it's really nice. The bar is is really nice. Roca Whiskey Bar. Just off of uh, Philadelphia on Greenleaf right there. Beautiful restaurant there, too. Colonial Mediterranean. Chef Ricardo Diaz just rebranded his restaurant, and he's serving up original dishes, original Mediterranean dishes. Beautiful, beautiful dishes. Tasty. The Nixon restaurant is being uh, rebranded, and that's going to have a new look and feel as well. No doubt going to be kicked up, kicked up. And um, something really amazing and beautiful is going to end up there as well. So I'm just thinking to myself, is this good for Whittier? Do you guys like that? Do you guys like the high-end restaurants coming in and giving you something different, a different take? Do you mind paying extra for those drinks and those meals? A lot of these uh, restaurants, the uh, the thinking behind it is, you know, there's nothing like this here in Whittier. You got to drive outside of the city to have a really good steak, really good tomahawk, some really high-end sushi. You want some high-end Mediterranean dishes, original dishes from Chef Ricardo, you're not going to get that anywhere else. You got to, if you want it, you're going to have to drive for it. So... They're opening here in Whittier. Lascaris, they were doing the same thing for many, many years. And they thought, you know what? It's time. It's time to rebrand and give Whittier something new. Elevate the experience. Elevate the flavors. So um, that's the direction some of these restaurants are going in. What do you think? Are you uh, are you going to go spend the extra money and enjoy these restaurants? I think I I'm going to do that. I'm going to I'm going to enjoy some of these restaurants, and I'm talking as a 54 year old 
here in Whittier, California, Whittier resident. All right. And as far as like the nightlife is concerned and things like that, the ship has sailed for me and that's okay. That's okay. I'm not, I'm not here to kind of say anything bad about what's going on because I think it's good. I think it's a good thing. Is it my cup of tea? Probably not. The ship has probably sailed for me as far as that goes. Every now and again, I will enjoy a really elevated high-end dinner. I don't mind that at all. As far as it being a regular kind of occurrence, am I going to go out and have drinks and hang out and, um, you know, do all that? No, that's not going to happen. That's That's just not me. But there is a segment out there. There's a demographic out there for that nightlife that that dinner experience that you know hanging out mingling having a good time having a really high-end dinner having some really good drinks and just listening to the music and and enjoying a really beautiful restaurant yeah there's definitely you guys are out there i see it just not for me i'm not i'm not that guy anymore but um i really hope it, it works out i think it's um I think it's a good idea. I think that some of these restaurants are really putting the money in and doing a really nice job. Time will tell. You know, time will tell. If you're going to put a price tag on something that's uh, higher than normal, you're going to have to deliver on that. You're going to have to deliver on that and uh, make it the high-end experience that you're that you're marketing so that's kind of uh that's the rub whittier is a foodie town whittier residents know their food and they know when they're getting snow jobbed trust me so um if you're marketing the high-end experience, make sure and uh, bring it. Make sure and bring the high-end flavors and experience. Because we will definitely call you out on that. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what's happening. So that's my question to you. And if I could get you to reach out to me somehow, some way, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Uh, You can email me from my website, mywhittier.com. But I'm just curious to know, can Whittier go in this direction? Are you guys into it? Is it something that you would experience? Is it something that you want more of? Do you want to go grab a nice tomahawk steak uh, and some really high-end drinks? Is that your thing? I'd love to know. But uh, Lascaris, or I should say 1970. Lascari's Italian is now open and I am definitely looking forward to checking it out. If you've checked out any of the other restaurants that I've mentioned, please reach out to me. I'd love to know and discuss all of that right here on the podcast. Deepest condolences to the Vasquez family. Andre Vasquez was kidnapped on Saturday, 8, 20, 2023 at Penn park. And, um, 
if you're a Whittier local, you've seen everything going on with this case on the news. She went missing on Saturday and unfortunately was found yesterday deceased in Moreno Valley. And um, that was definitely not the news anyone wanted to hear. Obviously, her family is devastated. And um, my heart goes out to the family prayers. And I just, it's just, it's mind-boggling to think that uh, that happened right here in our own backyard. The uh, Whittier Police Department was working with the Riverside County Sheriff's Department, the L.A. County Sheriff's, Downey Police, La Habra Police, LADA Investigations Bureau, and Community Violence Reduction Team, and they found her in Moreno Valley by tracking the phone and and working together and doing various things to uh, locate her. Now, uh, they did make an arrest. Gabriel Sean Esparza, he uh, was arrested yesterday at his place of work in Lakewood in connection with the kidnapping and murder of Andrea Vasquez. Now, um, from what the police have said, it is and was a random act of violence. And... uh, we don't know anything else. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do any uh, speculating on this case. I'm not gonna break it down or give you my take on what I think happened or any of that. Basically, me bringing this up is to just make make Whittier aware of it. Send uh, my condolences and prayers to the family because that's what they need right now. And um, the authorities, the Whittier Police Department, is going to uh, investigate this to the fullest and make sure they get to the bottom of it, and we will find out when that happens. This podcast is not, uh, it's not one of those podcasts where we kind of, uh, you know, break down the events of what happened or what, what we think happened. Not doing it. Not going to happen. This is just um, acknowledgement of what what went down and uh, the unfortunate end result of what happened. Obviously, nobody ever wants to hear the news that we got yesterday. So my deepest condolences go out to the family, prayers, and I hope that Whittier will get behind this family and pray for them and um, help them in any way that we can help them get through this. That is going to do it for this week's episode of the My Whittier Podcast. Just a short episode, just touching base with you guys, filling you in on what is going on here in the city of Whittier, California. And if you have time, if you have a moment in time, maybe you could do it right now. Just take a moment to be grateful. Be grateful for what you have. You know, take a moment and say it out loud. I am grateful for my family. I am grateful for my job. I am grateful to have another day here on planet Earth because, as we know all too well, that uh, everyone doesn't have that luxury. You know, you might be having to 
bad time at work. You might be having some money problems. You might be going through it. But you are able to try and do something about it. You're, you're here for another day to tackle those things. And um, some of us, as we know, are not so fortunate. So please be grateful. Be grateful for what you got. I will catch up with you next time right here on My Way to Podcast. Take care, guys. Be safe. Thank you.